okay, fucking cool. It's already 10 o'clock. I have to go to bed at fucking no more, no later than midnight. So then I just come up here. I'm like, okay, now I only have an hour to play a single player game. Sometimes I don't even fucking do that. But I'm well, not no telling you to fucking sacrifice your nourishment. I'm telling you to <laughs> fucking buy Splatoon and just play it with us. Uh, if I buy Splatoon, I'll have no food or no money for food. <laughs> That's a fucking If I don't, if I, if I buy Splatoon, I'll have no food. No, I'm gonna starve. I made the correct choice. I chose Splatoon over food. Well, you don't weigh 260 pounds. Why don't you just eat a bunch of Splatoon cartridges? <laughs> why, don't you just, why don't you just eat your desk, you fat... to the Otaku Street Podcast, your favorite place for everything anime, video games, and everything in between. I am your host today. It's me! I'm back! It's Chris! Uh, if you, For those of you who are uninitiated, uh, we are an anime uh, podcast. Um, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Otaku Street at the, oh no, at Otaku Street Pod. Um, you can email us at gmail uh the otaku street pod and you can follow us on twitch at uh the re- real NPCs. the real npcs the real abcs the abcs the real one two threes <laughs> so um adam also has drawings and shit over on his uh tiktok it's aq digital and micah has some cool shit too his is mikey oq Follow them. Cool. I think I, I think I covered it all. I think I got it all. I don't care. I got it fucking all. Fuck you guys. Otaku Street Pod, the real NPCs. The Otaku Street at gmail.com. AQ.digital. Fuck you. Say your welcomes. <laughs> let's get this shit going. He said, be grateful, bitch. <laughs> We got some things to talk about, some things to say, and some things to think about. Uh, we're going to start off with some anime news with Jamal. We got some big news coming your way, so stay tuned for that. Uh, then we're going to talk some Splatoon 3. We're going to talk some Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, no news on the movie or anything. It's just it's, it's the game. I've been playing the game, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, we're also going to talk about some Game of the Year predictions. Um, and uh, we're going to finish up with our, uh, our, our our entree, our main dish, Cyberpunk Edge Runners episodes three and four. All right, so uh, without any further ado, we're gonna go ahead and get started with some anime news with Jamal. So get ready, I have some big news to tell y'all. There's nothing. All right, let's go on to the next talk. Cool. Um, Splatoon 3, Splatoon 3 just came out. Um, I'm going to let you guys take this part of the conversation and ride with it. And you know this why is- he's going to list? Because he hates the game. Because no, he's no. a hoe. Because he's a no, great no. hater. He's, he's an entire hoe. No, he's I'm not. not. And everybody in here is going to have the game by the end of October, except for Adam. I yeah, want everybody, correct. everybody in the airwaves to know that he's the whole hoe. 
No, I'm not. And that means you have to buy it, Wolpe. No, he doesn't. No. I was supposed to get it yesterday, actually. I just forgot. No, no you weren't. And I stamp I was. I literally told Chris. I was like, yeah, Chris, hold me to it. I'm going to get out on Saturday. And then I didn't. <laughs> get the game, bro. Just get it right now. <laughs> For what? I'm not going to play it now. Have it downloaded for when we get off of here. Oh, see, see, think ahead. Is great, man. No, no, no I believe but, you. I, I believe you guys. Are. We're we're about to get into exactly why it's great and exactly what the fuck you guys are missing out on. This right, is well, go ahead. This is the fucking pinnacle right here. They have culminated and the made peak a of game. gaming. <laughs> Chris is getting these these words out on you. <laughs> they have the two threes the greatest thing that's ever touched this fucking earth. It's the, it's the best thing since sliced fucking bread, and I'm not lying. I mean, <laughs> Chris. Hmm. Hold on, you have to explain why. All right, so I would first, kill my children to play this game more. I'm going to name my firstborn son Splat. And his middle name, Fest. Oh, I thought you were going to say middle name, Oon. <laughs> I thought you were going to say middle name, my daughter, Oon. I'm just going to name my kids Splat Oon 3. Oon. And then the third child's name, 3. <laughs> Chris, Micah, tell us why these clowns need to buy Splatoon immediately. So, first of all, in 2022, it's a fucking complete game at launch. Was just, just going to say that, Chris. Literally can't stole it from my mouth. Jesus Christ. Like, we, Is that the bar been... now? Is that the bare yeah. minimum? The game has I, to be done. I mean... It's just the first point because it's it's a rare sight in multiplayer. It mm-hmm. sure fucking is. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we got the roadmap. We'll finish the game later for you guys. Fuck yeah, this, you, no. This came out completely finished... And, like, they went two extra miles ahead when they released it by, like, adding all this extra content that they really didn't need to. Mm-hmm. It It's a complete improvement for, like, the fans, and it's a great entry point. And it's a game that respects your time and your money. Like, there's no Battle Pass. There's no, like, DLCs at launch. There's a fuck ton of content and a fuck ton of modes and stuff to play, but it's all free once you buy it. Games on average are going to last you from three to five minutes. And if you go to overtime in a, in a game, it could last you up to 10 minutes. But like, like you said, it truly respects your time. Um, uh, yeah. the, the fashion in the game will pay the fashion. Oh, my. Oh, my God. They, they hands down ha- have uh, have created uh, a whole little meta for the fashion in their game. It, it, it's so right. cool. Because it's not just like, oh, every character gets their own their own set of clothes every day. And like, that's all you can get. No, you can straight up be like, oh, that guy looks cool. I want his outfit. I'm going to order each piece of his outfit. I always I always did love how there there seemed to be such an emphasis on that in the game. Yeah. And no other game. Like, I haven't seen that system before. Like, that's a very unique system to Splatoon. It not only rewarded us for being 
old players, but it rewards new players as well, like with the experience. Um, for for instance, like we 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 are um, put into a different bracket because we played Splatoon two, so all of our matches are with players who are in in that bracket. We also get access to different weapons and all types of shit that that you don't get at the at the beginning of the game but it also teaches you all of the systems at the very beginning it's like hey we will handhold you if you need it we we have the support the support here for you but if you don't here you're free go do what the fuck you want it's so great yeah they they definitely did like justice to old players by letting you get really good guns early and stuff like that and getting your rank up high before anyone else um and you don't even see that in a lot of multiplayer games nowadays other than like cod which gives you whatever cod gives you when you import your data some garbage like splatoon lets you get basically a head start in the game ahead of like all the new players and stuff but not like to an unfair advantage just to kind of give you respect for like hey thanks for supporting our game for however long now here's a better game and here's a bunch of free shit hey hey micah we're talking all about this multiplayer shit. Tell the boys about the single player. <clears throat> they did surprise a lot of people and come out with a good single player campaign that they didn't need to do. Like Splatoon has always ran purely on its multiplayer aspect, like in terms of commercialism and marketing. But the single player here, it's not revolutionary. It's not like next level for gaming but for splatoon it's way out of the box there's boss fights there's like a whole open hub world there's tons of levels that you can take on any way you want it kind of feels like um like spyro in a way especially later on in the game where you know you you get into like boss fights and there's battles in the sky and you're jumping in squid form from platform to platform it gets very intense uh, and it doesn't feel like normal Splatoon. It's actually a completely different, like unique campaign. It feels like a totally different game. They definitely Adam, went off when we made it. Adam. What? There's fucking single player too. I don't want to hear your bullshit about how you're not getting this. You're getting the game. You are going to get it eventually. But like, that's why I know he would enjoy it because that single player is very like Spyro like. It's very, it's not platformer, but it has like platforming aspects. It's a really good single player campaign outside of the multiplayer, which is 10 out of 10, in my opinion. Like, you know and there's also multiplayer um, for, for co-op shit too. Like they have, they literally ha- have it all in a big fucking packaged bow. 343 could learn something. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they're showing off in comparison to a lot of these multiplayer studios. I'll say that. And there's a variety of different weapons you can choose from that can easily fit your play style. And between those different weapons, they have different kits because each weapon comes with a sub weapon and then a super or what's called a special. So one weapon is going to fit your play style. And it's yeah, so and great. they're all unique too. They all have like, is there a buster sword? Because if there yes. isn't, Yes, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. There, there fucking is. is. Mm, Whatever. Mm. Yeah, now what? Now what, bitch? <laughs> I don't care. They have all types of unique weapons because the Buster Sword, the Buster Sword 
isn't like a sword. It's a painting a paintbrush. called the Splatana. There's a paintbrush. There's a Did paint. You say it's called a Splatana. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have your, so you have your shooters like or your splatter shots. Then it's called you, the cum blade. <laughs> you have your rollers, you have your dualies, you have your chargers, you have your splatlings, which is like your machine gun. You have your blasters, which is like your shotgun type weapons. You have you your have, buckets, which are yeah. literally paint buckets that you just pour out. I was literally talking to Adam about an art idea. And then I was telling him how he, um, you, Chris, he's a slosher. He's like, what the fuck is a slosher? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck does that mean? Just the best weapon of all time, Adam. You'll see. That's debatable. There's there's a lot. And they're all like in theme with the game. They're not just guns. They're basically paint guns and stuff like that. So it, it's a very unique game. And if you haven't tried Splatoon, Splatoon 1, Splatoon 2, whatever. If you even wanted to try Splatoon 2 before 3, I would say that's still like a great way to get into the series there's still a lot of content in two you could try and it's just the same game with just like a little bit less features um so yeah get splatoon no i would say also, just get three you know nintendo doesn't like to decrease their prices yeah get three right. but if you could if you can't get two you know just give it a try and adam on top of that the icing on the fucking cake they put a card game in it too for no reason yeah there's there's a card game it is like a it's it's like a trading card game, but it's also um, basically the Splatoon premise, which is just painting the map more than the other team, but in card form. And you're just doing like a duel. So each card has a certain amount of ground that it paints, and the other character has another cards that do the same thing, and you're just battling. It's really cool, and they didn't need to add that. Some people have said that mode is something that other developers would have sold as a whole other game. Mm-hmm. Because it's so in depth and there's so many aspects about it, like they they it would have been like a mobile game or something for Nintendo to just put out there or something. But they didn't. They put it as a whole feature in the game that is free and there's a ton of content to get in it. And that's not the only thing in the game that's like that. There's tons of shit like that in Splatoon. Doesn't take away from anything else from the game. If it took something like if there was something else that was lacking, it's like all right, why add this card game when you could have just focused on this? But no, like. It's just right. it's just an addition, well, without like replacing any key feature that should have been in the game already. It's like they chose the old route of gaming development and was like, okay, this part's finished. Now we're gonna move to this part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no loot boxes and shit that's giving you these cards. Uh, these cards are coming along with all the other gear and stuff that you're getting. So you're not like, fuck, I got trading cards. You're like, oh, cool, trading cards on top of all this guns and clothes and all this other shit that I'm getting. You know, they know how to like break up the tedium of the grind. There you go. And I, I, Michael, that was my thoughts exactly. Like they, they could have easily put this as a dual switch um, uh, mobile platform game and like had you and had people go up against each other on on mobile platform whatever whatever like that that would have been cool but they made a lot of money too but they just put it in the game they just put as as a little like i said just a little little sprinkle on top and you gotta love that passion that that this studio specifically has shown for and again we, we were talking about this as well i don't understand how you have that you have the the Splatoon uh, studio in your in your in your uh you know 
in your vicinity and you don't have them, go over to other studios within within your room and tell them, hey, you guys should do this from for, for Mario Strikers. Hey, this is how uh, multiplayer should work over here. Hey, you should probably finish your game. Like, We should note, though, that this is the first Splatoon to really get multiplayer right. Because the previous ones definitely were like, annoying to play with your friends and it just had way too many just like any nintendo game there's way too many barriers to just fucking playing a game with your friends there's way too many barriers this one there's they no streamlined barriers. everything there's Last... no barriers it's like what the fuck did nintendo make this game i can actually i can join jamal's game without him inviting me and i can like look at and see him online and just play oh i can see him in the lobby oh we can look at each other and like move around like what the fuck is going on this is a nintendo game we don't have to use the app for any reason <laughs> right i don't have to other than voice chat but like this is like a um what is it a black sheep in the nintendo multiplayer catalog like they don't have a they don't have a multiplayer game as good as this they don't have another one this is the pinnacle of multiplayer on switch mm-hmm I was gonna say, does this game like completely like, uh, what's the word? Does it like render Splatoon two like obsolete? Like, there's no reason to ever go back to it. As as a vet, yes, absolutely. Okay. Like, if you've never played Splatoon, then if you went into if you went into two right now, you would not be disappointed with all the content and everything that they have there. But ev- literally everything that they have in Splatoon two is either in three already or is going to be in three. Like they they don't have a couple of the maps that are in two, but I I am adamant about that they are going to put those maps in. and there's already a fuck ton. Yeah, like right. it's. It's not like we're 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 lacking. It wasn't like they like took away uh the the two maps and then we got we got uh three places to play like in uh strikers. No this isn't we- Halo. <laughs> right. That was gonna bring me to another thing, like, and I know we we talk about Nintendo so much, so I don't wanna stay on this at all. But when it comes to like game design philosophies, Nintendo usually gets it right, you know, from a single player standpoint and you know a lot of the little things that they do right but when they tried to add the whole oh yeah we'll do this dlc shit later we'll give you this unfinished game now but like you said the issues with their multiplayer are always so prevalent that like it kind of it it just it everything is a mess i don't want to go back to strikers but here we are at strikers where nothing fucking works how it's supposed to work you can't do the the 4v4 like like they tried to bait us into thinking that we could like all that shit and on top of that you're you're doing the unfinished game at launch like path whereas this is the same company who made Splatoon and like you guys are saying Splatoon seems perfect it seems like well not perfect but it seems like all of the the general major traditional issues that we've had with nintendo for the last two years none of them are here why is that why 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 is splatoon the new golden goose i think it's just a combination of all the lessons that they've learned and everything that they've learned from one to two to now this one like i said they they built 
everything that that all the systems that they they built were already into they already had all all the foundation there and then they were just like yeah we're at we're adding the building blocks on top so uh to answer your question uh we'll pay it's it's that they added all the building blocks on top of this and then uh th- like i said this is the pinnacle this is it right here like i i i think for sure that they were aiming for this to be on the next gen switch and they were just like ah we're ready let's go the shit shit or get off the pot and like the and it was time so they they just put it out on this one that's what i really think like th- this one has the the features of a next gen like we still have uh a couple of the pro a couple of problems that nintendo games are plagued with like the connectivity issues and whatever whatever like we we had a couple of times last night uh we playing for about three hours i want to say in that three hour period we may have disconnected four or five times um but when we were when the shit was working like it was supposed to work we were in games back to back to back to back it was like uh oh match uh you guys are out of the, the game matchmaking immediately you guys are back in one within the next 45 seconds it's it's like that like like knockout city when it first launched when there was it, a player base <laughs> exactly exactly i'm just gonna end it off with this before we talk about adam's gardens of the galaxy I think one thing that helps Platoon develop each iteration is that I believe the team that works on Splatoon has only worked on Splatoon. They're not trying to incorporate other, like, they can develop one game while still looking at other games to take ideas to incorporate and make it even better. So, like, they just, their focus is that much more, I guess, clearer or whatever. Because like they, they have a vision and they're like they're fully executing it. When did Splatoon 1 come out? Like five years ago? It came out on the Wii U. So no, not five years. Splatoon 2 came out it five came years out in ago. 2015. Yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. The Holy creator shit. the creator of the original Splatoon. The reason this series has kind of like stayed so true to its focus and everything is because he's still involved and he had that vision for the series first. So like everything that you're seeing about the game now is coming directly from the original creator. It's one of the reasons Smash is as good as it is still or was. We'll see what happens. But like when you have the OG developer and like the person that fucking passion project this first, this shit in the first place, like you're going to have a good product because they're not going to let their baby come out like shit, especially on Nintendo's team. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that there's so many legendary developers at Nintendo that have, solidified their name because how many games did they stay around for and make 10 out of 10s and i feel like that the other reason why that that this has been so successful is because they've allowed them to work on the game like when two two came out they weren't like oh yeah we're, we're moving on to the next game no they yeah. polished two to to as polished as it could fucking be with the systems that they had put in place and then they were like all right it's time to move on to three that's and what i honestly a totally different game mm-hmm the last thing i want to say before we uh before we leave off of this um so the we i mean i'm sorry the the switch released march of 2017 and splatoon 2 came out in july of that year so like it was so early in the life cycle that i mean people were still kind of getting used to the console and everything like that my question to the three of y'all is is it like was it worth the five-year wait from Splatoon 2 to Splatoon 3? Yes. Yeah, because, yes. I mean, Splatoon 2, I didn't even... I would have been fine if they just kept doing... If they kept this building on Splatoon 2 without even making a 3. 
Yeah, it, it would it literally would have been fine if they kept updating too. And then, like I said, we got a next gen three when the next gen switch came out. Like that would have been fine. Uh, but the fact that they did it now is great too. Like, <laughs> please, please don't get it twisted. Like the game is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but two was great too in its own right. Yeah, I have seen some people say that like they wish it came out not so close to the end of the Switch's life cycle because this means this is probably the last Splatoon for a little bit. But at the same time, what they did with like the constraints of a Switch console by improving this game, I think it's worthy of being called a sequel. And this, it's not done being updated to multiplayer games. So like, you know, it's going to get better. But the five-year wait, that's just subjective. You know, whether you're a new player or the old player, it's just really up to how long. If you were even thinking there was a Splatoon 3 coming, I didn't. When they announced it, I was like, what the fuck? Why are they showing Salmon wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so size. But Adam, let's hear your thoughts about Guardians of the Galaxy because you started playing that last night, right? No, I started playing it at some point throughout the week. I can't remember what day. I about to say a week, about a week ago. Yeah, something like that. About a week week ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell us your thoughts on it. You know, what have you experienced so far, music and everything, and just gameplay and story. Um, so when it when when they first announced it and and it first came out last year, uh, I figured it was just gonna be like another uh Avengers game, like a live service kind of lackluster in terms of a story. Like I watched the entire Avengers story on YouTube. I just didn't feel like playing it. Um, and now I think it's still on Game Pass if I'm not mistaken. But um, when I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, fine, sure. I'm sure it'll be passable for about a month and then people will die off. But then come to find out, it's actually like a linear single player RPG style shooter. Um, and you only play as Star-Lord the entire time. And that's fine because you can utilize the other Guardians with like their attacks and their skills and stuff. Um, but that's the, the gameplay is solid. It, it's There's not a huge amount of variety in terms of your play style. You kind of have to play the, the way it was intended. Um, and I'm okay with that. Like, cause it's, like I said, it's a, it's a linear action RPG. Um, but the 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 graphics are, are are pretty solid there are a couple glitches here and there because you know that's just what you get with a high quality game um nowadays um but the 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 story has has gone places that i did not expect it to go um and then there's a lot of comic accurate lore uh there there are a lot of nods to the mcu version of the of the guardians but um like you can change outfits you can make you can make your entire crew look like the mcu version uh as long as you go and you explore and you uh discover the outfits um but overall like the the feel of it is is a lot of fun i think that's the whole point of the guardians of the galaxy like whether it's in the comics and the movies and now now in the game the whole feel of it is to uh just be a, a a different experience than than your typical like superhero movie or or comic or game where it's like here's a good guy here's a bad guy they overcome and that's it like there's infighting because they're a group um, obviously just like in the movies just like in the comics um, 
and the the amount of characters that are explored throughout this thing i've had to i've had to like google several mainstay characters in the story um for at, at multiple points and i've i think i'm in chapter like nine right now nine or ten i don't know how many chapters there are um i hope there are a lot because i'm having a blast with this game so far and i will like the combat once you get like moving around and, and you're hitting your finishers you're utilizing the other guardians like it does feel good but like i said there's not a there's not a huge amount of variety that you can utilize but overall it's been a been a great game it's a lot of fun um the voice acting is is phenomenal um i i will be honest like i wasn't a big guardians guy before the 2014 movie came out and so Chris Pratt being Star-Lord, I was like, that's what I was used to. But then the comic accurate Star-Lord has like blonde hair. It's kind of like poofy, like a, like a, a pompadour kind of haircut. And that's what they go with in the, in the game. So that took a little bit. And then I, I personally like the MCU style of, of uh, Drax better than the comic accurate version. Um, but you kind of you get over that through the first couple chapters. And then once you're like, all right, I'm accepting this for what it is because it's not just a video game based on the movie. Right. Then you're like, all right, this shit is fucking awesome. So far, uh, I probably, I haven't beaten it yet, but so far I, I think it's like sitting at a, like a eight and a half, nine out of 10 game for me. I think with better combat, it'd be a nine for me. Hmm. Like, you know, if you, you brought up a good point, Micah, like if you could play as the other Guardians, that would add a lot of variety to the to the combat um, or at least if you like didn't want to if you wanted to keep that star lord experience that'd be fine but like do a co-op and then just let that person do the guardians you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah it would just it's a missed opportunity how dope yeah. would that have been like for me to just be able to jump in on they your were scared Adam? they were that scared be- they fucked up before so they were like we're just gonna make a very linear, easy, like easy A plus game because Square Enix fucked up so bad on that Avengers game. I get it. I I really do, but at the same time, like you gotta shoot your shot, man. You gotta shoot your shot. You with especially one of, with one of the properties. Like there, there's only so many of these games that we're gonna be able to get uh, among the years. Like we're gonna get the Wolverine. We're gonna get Bro, the Midnight Suns. <laughs> They shot and they blew their fucking load on that Avengers game bad. Oh. They they had to like really fucking win back people. I don't and, understand how Square Enix fucked that up so bad. I mean, they were going out of their comfort zone, and you know they they took a shot. So I commend them for that. Um, but I don't commend them. You know, do did you see the egregious shit they were doing with that game? Absolutely. I'm talking about it like at launch, like there are. They they stepped again. They stepped out of what they're what they're used to doing. They attacked a, a comic book to, uh, IP, um, but then they're just like, "All right, there's a lot of attention on this game. We can go forward with our with one of our plans and basically just gouging the pockets of of everyone who buys this shit." And it's like, okay, now we're overstepping boundaries. Like, I'm not commending them for that. I'm commending them for at least trying something new in terms of actual like the, the actual game development and the the you know the the properties that they that they had at their disposal um i think if 
if they went the route of an action RPG and it wasn't like a live service, it would it would have gone over a lot better. But the the live service aspect of it, right? Exactly. The 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 live service aspect. When Avengers came out, me and Adam got Ultimate Alliance three, and we played it for like sixty hours or some shit. Yeah, Yeah. so much fun. Like Avengers, the Avengers game kind of sucks. Like I've played through a good amount of it, and I've played through like I've played like the different characters that they have available, like uh, Black Widow, Captain America, etc. It just doesn't have it doesn't have a soul and that, that's right. a weird thing to say, but like, I feel like you guys know what I mean when I say that. I do. What's funny. We'll pay is that it's the same combat in guardians. It is. It, it does have soul because they do justice to the characters and like, like what you're doing. Like just like any good RPG, the combat fucking sucks, but that's okay because the story is so good. Pause. Did you just say like any good RPG? old good rpg like linear rpg okay like some linear rpgs like i'll, I'll give you an example mass effect combat's fucking oh like, yeah no i've, I can't I've heard do that it's it. trash that's but fair the story really fun right witcher not great the story pretty good you Guardians know is the same way I was talking to Wolpe about like the like the Witcher, specifically Witcher Three. Like, I've been told to play it, but I think because I also waited. So, like, I read the books. I love the story, and I heard you know the great game, but the combat, like just playing it a little bit and feeling it, I was like, uh, you know, I don't know. It definitely feels dated, at least that, for me. Yes, that is my main concern about the game, and it's like. I, I'm I'm not the type of person to get caught up in reviews and oh my god this is the game of the year this is the best game ever blah 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 but so many lists had Witcher three on it and like like I said when it comes to the action RPG genre for me the story can be trash the mechanics can be eh but the combat has to be great and with The Witcher it's very simplified but it's not like simplified in a way where it's like versatile yeah it just kind of seems very samey and it's limited like you have you have a strong attack you have a a light attack you have a spell that you can use it just doesn't so far and i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm still relatively early in the game but it just doesn't feel exciting to fight i love collecting crafting is cool all that shit but the combat isn't carrying the game enough for me. As it's someone, very floaty. As someone who beat that game on the hardest setting, just know that that was not it. That was not the way to go about it. And people like, say that is. No. <laughs> Look, play that game and play it literally, literally just for the story. Because the story is fucking fantastic. But I wasted a hundred and... 20 hours that I will never fucking get back because I tried to play that game on the hardest setting. And you weren't like satisfied with the results. Like I said, it it was a it felt accomplishing. Like I was like, I did some shit when I beat it, but it was like, oh my god, like I could have beat four games in the time that it took me to beat this one game, and I really only am here for the story. Right. At at this at 
at the point that I was at, I was like, yo, I'm I'm done. Like this game is long. I'm done. Straight up Valhalla. Oh my Straight god. Straight up. But at least the side stories were like interesting and shit. Like every every one that I did, I was like, all right, like the and it's it's even more interesting because you see where they pulled shit from the books and stuff when you read the books. It's 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 great. It's 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 a good it's a good time. Yeah, I think uh I think Guardians fits right in pretty well with uh, this entire group of games. Um, I actually like the analogy that, that Micah brought up uh, when he was talking about Mass Effect because uh, it, it has a very similar feel to that. And obviously it's in space, it's shooting, um, and it kind of has that feel. But then ob- like obviously it has the Guardians of the Galaxy flair to it. And so, dude, like, for example, when you're in a fight and there's like 35 enemies surrounding you and you're just like oh my god this is a lot you gotta dodge you gotta you gotta jump you gotta dodge you gotta jump you gotta dodge and shoot and use your abilities use your use the guardians um just it's just all over the place it's hectic it's like it it feels good because you're like once you once it's over with you're like holy fuck how'd i get out of that but then also like i'm 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 playing on like the medium difficulty just like the you know regular I was thinking about changing it. You can throughout the game changing it to the harder difficulty, but I just wanted to like experience it because going into it, I was more excited about the story. Right. Um, but uh, when you're when you're like getting put in a corner, you can do uh, like you can have a huddle with your group, and so you press both bumpers, and then uh, Star Lord pulls out his cassette player, and he's like, "All right, huddle up," and it's just like a little scene. It kind of pauses everything around, and they come in close and. They like are giving uh, their insight or like their worries about the fight that you're in. And then it's up to you to decide whether you want to say this thing or this thing to them to get them all rallied up. Um, and sometimes they disagree with you. It, and, and it's not just like, uh, like, boo, I didn't like that. It's like in the way that they react, the way the guardians should react. It's like that speech didn't make sense, but let's go. And then like, they just run off and it's like really funny. But then once you get out of that, sequence you go back to the fight there's like 80s like rock music playing throughout the fight and dude when i tell you like i get goosebumps even thinking about it because that's that comes from specifically like the idea that james gunn had with the guardians in the mcu um now again i've never really been a huge guardians guy like fan not saying i didn't like them before i just didn't really know much about them so I'm not sure in the comics if they're like refer to a lot of like '80s music because that's when Star Lord grew up. Yeah. Um, it's it's purely the cassette thing. Like, yeah, it was always a thing. But the you know James Gunn, he really he had the what is it the royalties of like MCU. So you yeah. know, so he, he could license the, the music, the freedom exactly. to just put on great music like Michael right. Jackson. And so that's where that's where it comes from in the game is like, oh, well, this was a fantastic idea. It fits right in with with Star with Star Lord and the rest of the Guardians. So they base a lot of the game about around like that kind of feel. And that's what that's what a lot of people were interested in this game for, including myself, is because the MCU version of the Guardians are so well done. Um, you could you could have some grievances about Drax in particular. But everything else is pretty solid. In this game, Drax plays a much bigger role than he does in the movies, um, and so that's nice to see. But overall, like this game is, it, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm going to be sad when I'm when it's when it's done. I hope that there's a sequel, but that remains to be seen. 
Because going forward, you know, Square Enix and Marvel might just be like, oh, well, now we're going to do what the movies did, and then the Guardian's going to meet the Avengers, and then it's all going to be little fucking dumbass adventures where everything's the same, and Hulk if is they smashing just everything. do Infinity War, but in game form? I'm down they, for that. Nah, that could go wrong. go the live service. That could go wrong a lot of different ways. Also, also in the Guardians, uh, this isn't a spoiler, but Thanos is already dead. Because he's that dead. doesn't mean he can't come back. I mean, there's, he, there's universes and shit. No one's yeah, ever dead. And they they actually explore that in the game. And there's shit that happens like um, after you meet a certain someone. I'm not going to spoil it because like it's a character that is really just obscure. I knew it. He's also in the movie and um, but like in a smaller role. But anyways, like the way it's like you you like. At some point, you go through interdimensional travel and you hear certain things. You're like, what the fuck is going on? This shit is this is just nuts. If I was on acid, I would lose my mind right now. It's a beautiful was, game. It is a beautiful game. Um, but I if can they, move shit with my mind. If they go the route of Kang in the next game, that would be unbelievable. Or if they go to go the, the the Galactus route, I think that'd be also a good move because like you want to differentiate some from the movies, and we know where the movies are going. I would like to um, see the Galactus route personally. I would too. I I think that would be the the smarter idea. Wait, Adam. Quick question: Did you listen to like the full album? Like you know how at the beginning, uh, uh, Star Lord's like listening to the the cassette. The like awesome I literally sat before I started the game. I listened to the entire album. It's actually. Are you talking about the movie or game? I'm talking about the game, like the in-game music. Wait, so hold on. Are you also playing the game currently, or did you just like start it? I I started it like a couple months ago, but I I haven't gotten into it. Can you please go back to it, and then so that you and I can like fucking geek out about it? Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But like literally, I sat there and I listened to all the songs, and whole time I thought this was like a real album. But they yeah. like literally constructed and composed music specifically for the game, and it sounds good. It has that, oh, that yeah. full hair metal like sound, and like it, like a lot of them are really really catchy. The sound design is really good too. It's like it's really just, good overall, just a very well made game. And they could have done this with the Avengers, but I mean, I see what they were going for with the Avengers. It just fell through. So if they realize like how many people love this game and didn't like avengers hopefully they just go this route because they know how to do rpgs they it's fucking square enix they know how to do fucking rpgs action rpgs fucking fantasy rpgs all the above just don't go the fucking live service route again please Um, take those fucking dollar signs out of your eyes jesus christ you'll make the money trust us they Um, didn't this time around but that's because they had that ill will beforehand yeah and i think they they Hopefully they've learned a lesson. It seems that they've learned a pretty good. So there's never. They they learned. It seems they've learned a little bit of a lesson with this game. So I don't know. But the 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 last fucking thing I want to say about this game, I've said enough. I'm sure there's points that I missed, but it's fine. Is nothing beats walking around the Milano, talking to the Guardians while listening to "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. Yeah, dude, that shit is dope. (laughs) Like. That's that's a game. That's a video game in 2020, 
two, well, it came out last year, but in 2022, I'm playing a game where you're walking around a spaceship talking to aliens and shit. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Here we go. I'm so fucking... I, had, I was finishing up so perfectly. Great little monologue there at the end. We were about to put a little bow on it. It was great. All, I don't know what you heard, but at the end of the fucking day, 2022, you're walking around a spaceship talking to aliens, Rick, listening to Rick Astley, and that like that's a video game. It doesn't get fucking better than that. So, right. Moving on. So before we get into, because we talked a lot about Guardians of the Galaxy and Splatoon. So before we get into Cyberpunk, because I just want everybody to just briefly mention, because we're obviously going to talk more in depth about this near the end of the year. So obviously, you know, stay tuned for that. But say what your game of the game of the year contender is. Just name one from all the games that have come out, and a game that you're looking forward to that has yet to come out that will come out by the end of this year. Now, really quick, I want to preface uh, the the actual conversation conversation with this. This doesn't need to be the game that wins or that you love the most just as an unbiased review or like prediction what game could contend for the game of the year title. And you can honestly just give a category also if that will help you, you know make your case. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Well, there's like game of the year for like multiplayer art like there's obviously an overall game of the year but there's one for like different categories like multiplayer That's RPG I, shooters. I, I, I thought that we were just going like overall. Oh yeah, we can do overall. Keep it simple. All right, let's do it. Mine was originally Monster Hunter, but I don't know. Like Splatoon is definitely catching my attention. I'm definitely back on the addiction of Splatoon, so I'm gonna go Splatoon and a game that I'm looking forward to. I'm putting my I'm putting my faith into Sonic Frontiers. That's a game I'm looking forward to. I don't know. You're it's probably an idiot. just. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's a game i'm just looking forward to that's coming out by nadir is it a game near contender no but is it a game i'm looking forward to yes i am gotta go fast exactly take the wallet out of your mom's purse kids adam what are your t- which game is your contender and then what game are you looking forward to oh well i'll say that uh Game of the year contender, I could go the obvious route and say Elden Ring because everyone's like, yeah, fucking Adam is fucking Micah, Elden Ring, fucking bullshit, fuck. I'm not going to do that. Micah's probably going to do that. I'm going to go Callisto Protocol Game of the Year contender. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull that fucking trigger right now. All right, all right. Because Is that also your your looking forward to game? No, Chris. Oh my my fucking bad. Shut your fucking mouth, Chris. You know what? I'll I'll just go over here and shoot myself in the face. How about that? I hope you guys lose to the Jets today. <laughs> we're gonna we're not gonna beat the Bills, so you can say whatever you want. Um, it's gonna be a great game. No, I know. I I, I I hope so. Um, and then Jamal left. Cool. Um, <laughs> so Alvin uh, Kamara didn't start today and I'm playing against Oki who has him in his lineup and I'm very very excited because uh, it was the 9.30 game so he, he probably didn't wake up early enough 
to take nice. him out of the lineup. <laughs> how did uh, how did Justin Jefferson do? Um, last I checked, he just scored on a like a jet sweep. Let's go. Um, all right. Uh, but yes, aside from Kalisto Protocol as my game of the year contender, I'm gonna go. This should be another another obvious pick for me. Tactics Ogre is one of the games that I'm looking forward to the most because uh, you guys have heard me time and time and time and time again uh, say how fucking fantastic Final Fantasy Tactics is. So um, that, if you guys need a real reason why I'm not spending any money on a Switch game is because uh, after Strikers, I told you I wasn't spending any more money on any Switch game until originally I think it was Pokemon. But then once we got the Tactics Ogre announcement, I was like, okay, this is the game. When I'm sorry. Uh, November. Oh, November 11th. I see it right here. Yeah, a lot of games coming out in November. Yeah. So yeah, Kalista Protocol and Tactics over for me. November uh, is loaded. Holy shit. Eeny, meeny, money, mo. I'm gonna pick my nephew. Mike, go. For my game of the year contender, obvious route. Elden Ring. Yep. And that's because I am a from software. Connoisseur. I am a longtime fan. A lot of people hopped on Elden Ring like as their first from soft game. I know Wope and Adam did, mm-hmm. but like, dude, mm-hmm. as a fan of the series and someone who's been playing those games, Elden Ring is definitely my game of the year. It delivered and it showed out. I mean, it showed out so hard that the whole world was talking about it for like three months. You can't tell me that that shit wasn't like insane. It was like Skyrim came out again. Uh, it dominated um, conversations. What did you say? I said it dominated conversations. It was it dominated our conversations. It was yeah. it was just everything for like three months, and it ruined my life for like a month. But yeah, Elden Ring was great. Um, and I guess my my like looking forward to game for the rest of the year is dragon ball the breakers because it's not really a lot of games i really want to play the rest of the year um so and i'll I'll probably never get around the callisto protocol at least not right now so like the breakers even though it doesn't look perfect no dragon ball game looks really good um like in trailers and shit I think the idea is unique and I like it. So I, I'm giving it a try. Okay. Definitely a unique idea. It's definitely something that I think works very well for the Dragon Ball universe. I can't like, especially when they kept it more like on the human side, like, okay, you have these big threats. Like it's like that. What if scenario, like what would these you people can do? Still be a saying, like you can still call in Vegeta and Goku and fight in the game. So, but it's not something you start, but you don't start off with them like right off the jump, right? No, no, okay. but I, like, I like that. I like that. no, same, yeah. same. No, no, that was make that's what I was making sure of because then that makes it even more. Of yeah, you have to like idea. wish, you have to like grab the Dragon Balls and then like wish Vegeta over or something. Okay, like see, I see that is a good thing to do, at least you know, yeah, so you can still bring Ball those fan. characters into the game while making them the main focus. Is and that gonna be on every console? What'd you say? It's gonna be a. Yeah, it's gonna be on Xbox and uh, and PlayStation. I'm not okay. sure about Switch. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it would be on Switch. I just wanted to say this before we did the rest of the uh, contenders. 
as Dragon Ball fans, I think we should support the Breakers if it's good, just because we don't get a lot of Dragon Ball games nowadays like we used to. And a lot of them, not that the Dragon Ball games we get nowadays are bad, but a lot of them are the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Kakarot, Xenoverse, Fighter Z kind of. Yeah, it's been the same since Budokai. The first. Like Fighter Z is the most un- like unique game we've gotten in decades. So the Breakers is completely new. We've never seen something like this before. Yeah. If you like Dragon Ball, it's twenty bucks. Let's let's give it a chance, guys. Seriously, don't let that game foil. Or fail. Yeah, I've I've seen uh, some some good things about it. Just just like the the pressure because it's it's kind of like dead by daylight where in the sense like there's like one killer or whatever and you have to run around and avoid the and it's stressful because you're powerless unless you use the tools to your advantage because you can't fight frieza or cell or and it's funny or anyone yeah it's funny exactly and it's perfect for streaming so i think we could we could definitely go that route with breakers all right sounds good chris how about you next all right, so I'm going to go unconventional for my game of the year pick. Um, I am going to go with a little game called Stray for my oh, game okay. of the year. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Wow. So, that yeah, is an interesting pick. Yeah, the, the, the game definitely left an impact on me. And um, uh, for those of you who have not experienced it yet, I think I think that everyone should experience this game one time it's a game that you could literally sit one sit through and get through it if you really wanted to um oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh and the the way that they brought in the physics of the cat like it's it's not what you expect but everything is there um and just like the little simple moments in that game uh it's it's a great experience and i think that all gamers should have a game that that is an experience like that um and, and i will say like especially like you will play like the music in that game is top notch so great so great and there is literally no talking in that game is just text box and the story is good you want to follow it you want to find out what's going on and what happened and all that like it's it's really really good it's i really yeah i really want to play that game it's a it's a great game you you have to try adam while you have the ps4 i would suggest yeah that's a that's a game that i would uh like i would look forward to if i just saw it on game pass or something like that's that's kind of the the feel that it has and i'll be i would play it i'll be like oh my god that was that was something i really cherished fucking god so I, I I did see that I could get it on the PS4, so I might just do that. I don't know. De- Chris, you should try Death Stranding. You said oh I should try. I, I oh I I've played it. It's it's like you're describing that, and yeah, this Death Stranding's art, bro. That game it, is like uh, straight up like a like, and the, the systems in that game are like no other way overheated. Fucking god, we hate on we hate on games like Cyberpunk. That shit is nothing compared to death stranding like this undeserved hate just because it wasn't a shooter mm-hmm. and there are shooter mechanics in there and everything like that so yeah, like people it, complain for no the, fucking reason right it's not it's not the premise of the game but you're absolutely right um moving on to my my pick for uh what i'm looking forward to most this year um 
this actually was one of the games that I was uh, was on my radar for game of the year early, but it dropped out of its uh, window and it was supposed to be originally coming out this month, but now it's coming out December 2nd and that is the Midnight Suns. Uh, we were just getting into Marvel earlier. I forgot and- about that game. Yes. And the fact that um, it's the Midnight Suns and that that series in the comic is just so visceral and so like it's it literally brings in villains and heroes and shit and and mixes shit up like how you wouldn't expect it to be in the universe and i and i love that type of uh that type of thought um and it's pulling shit that we have not seen in the mcu i also like that too like even if that is the plan for the MCU. Like they are starting to pull in some of those characters in the MCU, but they have not culminated the the Midnight Sun Jet. So I'm excited to see uh, what their what their version of it is, what their story is, and what they're going to tell. And again, it's made by the same people who made uh, XCOM. So I am doubly excited for that. Uh, it's XCOM style. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, pretty good pick so far. We'll play what you got. As far as things that have already come out, I haven't played too many of these games, to be honest. Like, I'm looking down the entire list, and I'm seeing a lot of disappointing uh, a lot of disappointing options. I have gotten into Elden Ring, and just off the conversation alone, like, objectively, I think Elden Ring would have to be the, the game of the year so far. Just, just just off of hype and like what's the word like in your checklist for what makes a good game yeah just kind of lived up to it oh yeah your criteria. I'm, I'm still enjoying it yeah i'm still enjoying it now i mean obviously i started late but like you know i i see it i see even on last gen with the with the 30 frames per second monsters uh like five feet away from you the game like i i see what it is um, as far as what's coming out later, uh, like Chris said, I had a game that I was looking forward to that did get delayed, and I still think Hogwarts Legacy is going to be game of the year when it does come out, but that's for 2023. Um, I want to put in faith in Pokemon, but Pokemon has never been a game of the year type of game. It's more like a, hey, here's a Pokemon game. Um, realistically, God of War, I'm thinking... It's gonna be like it, it's it's gonna be like the game for the holidays. Like that's what everybody's worried about. I also want to throw in Bayonetta three. I feel like once that comes out, I think people are gonna it, it's gonna open a lot of eyes and it's gonna bring. I I feel like Bayonetta three is the type of game that could bring even more people to the Switch if they don't already have it. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Bayonetta I really thought you said F one. I don't know why. I can F1. see that. Bayonetta has been like such a great and like I don't know. It seems like a very under the radar franchise. Like, yeah, people know like Bayonetta three, but it's not really like something that a lot of people will talk about. Right, exactly. Same time. And I feel like it could surprise people. And another thing, uh, for Adam, I don't know how excited you are about this or Micah, um, the Crisis Core Final Fantasy Seven remake. I did know about that. Yeah, that's, that's um December thirteenth. I'm not. Is that gonna be on? That's just like that's gonna be on every co- or it's on everything. Is it on everything? 
Yeah. Huh. Switch that might be a it. switch grab. I'm, I'm thinking that, right? It very well might be. Uh, here we go. There, um, there's certain games when they come out on all systems, it's, it's like, you know what? This could be my next Switch game. Just because Switch it's is Switch makes me like games that I do not like playing on my Xbox. Question, would you guys get Sonic Frontiers or what, what system would you get it on? I would get it on an Xbox so I could see like next-gen Sonic. Understood. Jamal? I want that game to run low. He's um, not here. Yeah, he just walked together. Well, fuck you, but, Yeah, I think I think next gen. If we you gotta, were to, we got to get to what the yeah, cyberpunk. Yeah. Fuck you. No. It's like no. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into cyberpunk edge runners episodes three and four. Um, let's try not to spend an hour on this um, as best we can, because uh, there are five of us and we all have fucking points to make. But uh, I'm gonna do the 30 second summary of episode three, uh, and Michael will be doing episode four. Yeah. All right, this isn't gonna be my best work um, because I can't remember. I can't remember exactly how episode three ended. I know it was good. I know it was a good ending. I just can't remember exactly what happened. But because your best work is your is in your intro, that's why. Uh, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> I do a great job all around on this fucking show. I do the intros well. I do the fucking thirty second summaries well when I remember because I watched it last night when I was after drinking for several hours. Watched it at like two thirty in the fucking morning. So give us your drunk summary. Eat a dick. Okay. <laughs> Right, 30 seconds on the clock, Adam. I'm ready as I'm going to be. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so apparently, all right, so basically, so basically, okay, so hold on. So David, basically, he's, he was, he was woken up, basically, by, by this, like, group of edge runners, right? And so then they're like, okay, hey, you got our shit. And then, so they mentioned Gloria, and he was like, that's my mom. And then so like the mom was a part of it, right? And so basically like the, the mom was a part of it, you know what I mean? And so then now he's like joining the crew because he's like good, right? And then it's like, oh wow, this kid is not just a little Time. shit. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> I like how it ended. That was, like, so that was just a little <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on on a platter, like that's pr- that's pretty much what it was. Um, like I said, I don't remember the ending. Um, episode do. four, episode they, four was yeah. better. I think there was a lot more like substance to it, but episode three was just showing like more montaging. Yeah, was um, there there were uh the fucking tiger claws chasing after him and Lucy and everything. Uh, he learned how to drive. That was pretty cool. Um, and he's and basically part of the crew by the end. He's basically part of the crew. Yeah, and yeah, that's that- like. It was a right. celebration of the fact that he was a part of the crew and that they had successfully done the mission. But uh, um, the the corpo dude came in at the end and tried to piss on their parade. That was the end of the episode. Was that episode three? I think that it was... started episode four. That's why I thought. <clears throat> episode four. Stuff. Episode four started uh, with what's his face getting his face blown off. I'm pretty sure. Who's? Mm. Well, we'll get to that. 
Oh, yeah, it started with that scene, like with the with the fucking. It didn't show what happened, but it started oh, with like the blood yeah, falling. I, I remember. Yeah. So, okay, you're right. Hold on. Right. All right. So it was was episode three when um the, I mean they have the montages of them doing jobs and everything, and David's like running around getting all the chips and shit, and they're making money, and then um was that the episode where he kept on talking about like Lucy with Maine? He's just like, I mean, Maine's like. Hey, Chum, that's up to you. Well, let's get, th- yeah, I mean, but that's four. We're still in three. That, okay. All right. Well, I, I was trying to differentiate, differentiate. That's four. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know obviously four was what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So three. Yeah. So in a nutshell, basically, like he's part of the crew and he gets like brought in and he's shown the ropes. And surprisingly, dude, Maine is like a, a nice guy, weirdly enough, especially for this world. Like, He's if you're part of his crew, he's taking care of you. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I like, really... he's, like he shared the dough. Like when Lucy, Evenly. you're right. When Lucy was like, "All right, you get like thirty at most." Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Maine's like, "That's just how I do it." Mm-hmm. And then David's like, "Really? Like this is my cut?" And so now David has like tens of thousands of of eddies. Like, let's and go, he got Dave. him a month's worth of immune blockers too, which is immune blockers. Would... Yeah. I would say is more important. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we meet the, uh, we meet the crew. We, we, they get more fleshed out in episode four, but you meet the crew. Um, so there is, it's main Lucy Pilar, who has long arms. Um, Rebecca, I think who is the girl with like the red eyes. She's kind of a loose cannon. Yeah. Like, Pilar yeah, is, yeah. Like younger sister or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Pilar's I younger just, sister. I just want to say, that I'm I'm a Becca fan, Stan. Not yeah, I like me too. Me too. I agree with you. Um, I can't remember the the jacked girl's name. Rebecca. The big blonde one. Oh, I've been wait. spoiled on this show. <clears throat> spoiled one aspect of it. Don't spoil nothing. Yeah, don't. We'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> don't repeat it. Well, here's also, um, did Lucy's voice actor change between like two and three? I think she just got more voice lines in three, so it was more noticeable. I think her voice sounded like deeper, I guess. Well, also like the transition, because remember going into the end of two, you're like, oh, Lucy's like a sweet girl when it comes down to it. She might act tough, but then the, the actual voice acting is a little bit different. And then once you find out that she's just part of this fucking edge running crew and like doesn't, I mean, she puts off the, the, you know, image that she doesn't care about David. It's all just a business. Then the voice acting will change. I'm sure the direction will just change. The voice actress is still the same. I assume. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Remember last week when I said that this person was going to be a good guy and I heard some slander from yeah. the other half of the podcast about how she was clearly a villain. Mm-hmm. I know the series isn't over yet, but I'm I'm expecting some 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 payback from you assholes. Who said Man. that she was a villain? I don't remember. Someone was on my side, and then it was like two v two, and someone was in the middle. I said anti-hero, so I was in the middle. I who, said who was I with said, me when I, I said, said she was a she was gonna be a villain to him? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that, so me and you were on the same side, both. Oh, okay. And I said that she was a villain straight up, and that she was setting his ass up. 
So. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it's not villainous. Well, well, that's what I said, like, to him. Like, just like most people in Night City, no one's really fucked. I mean, there's a few fucked up people, but, like, they're just kind of serving themselves. It's like a survival thing. But I, I don't know. This, this looks like a protagonist to me. Question. Have you guys noticed that all the episode titles are song names? I did not. I didn't, but that's cool as shit. <laughs> like, I was looking at, uh, obviously, Smooth Criminal. That's the title of episode three. I was like, okay, that's Smooth Criminal. But then I looked at the other episodes. I was like, wait a minute. I recognize all of these. Um, episode two was, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, like a Boy, right? The Sierra song. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then episode four, uh, what's episode four called? Episode one is Let You Down. Episode two is Like a Boy. Episode three is Smooth Criminal. And no- episode four is Lucky You. Yeah, Lucky You is uh, the Eminem song from Kamikaze. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the one actually with, uh, insane. I think it's the one with Joyner Lucas. I don't know. Well, the Just first, so you know. The very first episode title, like that song, is the name of the theme song. No, it's not. Isn't it? No. The the theme song is This Fire by Franz Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. Um, I thought they played that song in something. Oh, a little... Just just be forewarned, the, the episode five's title is All Eyes on Me. I ah. can't fucking wait <laughs> for that one. Jamal, if you're not aware, that's a Tupac song. Okay. Yeah, man. All Eyes on Me. That's crazy. I like that. I love little shit like that. Well, it's not yeah. little. These are kind of obvious song titles for... But still, the fact that they that they line up with the theme of the episode and shit that yeah. that is impressive. That's definitely impressive. Um, the fact so, that David was using like the whole military gear throughout like the drive scene when he was like trying to escape. I'm like, damn, how many times did he use? He used that shit like five times in that one instance. Hey, has anybody here played Heavy Rain, PS3 game? No, but I'm aware of it. Oh my god, that Jason. Such, <laughs> such heavy rain vibes where he's driving in the car on the on the wrong side of the road. That was oh, that shit was so fantastic. Jason, Jason. Wait, heavy um, rain is the one where the the detective is the the actual yeah. villain. Yes, sorry, yes. spoilers for Damn a ten year old game. You just fucking ruined the whole game. <laughs> really, yeah, yeah. just ruined the whole shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is the one where he dies at the end, right? <laughs> Spoilers, my uh, It's Shit only a fucking, it, it, yeah, it's only a fucking like 13 year old game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, um, whoever's listening, sorry. Like, if you were like, oh, yeah, shit, maybe you. I should play Heavy Raid. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you don't, if you, if you play video fuck games, you don't know about the Heavy Strange, too. Right. If you, if you don't know about fucking Heavy Rain and you've been, you're, you're a gamer, then huh, you're down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's go ahead and wrap up episode three episode three which was what did i say the title was i can't even fucking remember it was smooth criminal yes um i thought it was really dope uh it didn't really serve as big a purpose as the next one but it did serve a good purpose just showing that david has basically been accepted into this group after basically just telling him give me a shot give me a shot that's all you got to do and he stuck by his morals, and then they're like, "Oh shit!" He actually got what it, he has what it takes. So, I like, 
I liked how eager he was in the episode. Like he was mm. like, "Dog, give me my fucking. I need the Eddies." Did you not say <laughs> that man has nothing left to lose? <laughs> right, he really doesn't. Like his mom's I, dead. Like, great. and and turns out, like his his mom, because she was part of the the meat wagon crew, like. That's how she got the. Yeah, um, she was. Yeah, she was. <laughs> That's how she got the fucking uh, the 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 implant for David or whatever. Or like, did she gift that to him, or he just like found it? Nah, well, she was. She it, was. was she was getting. Him? Nah, she was getting ready to give it or sell it to. Oh, sell crew. it right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. Yeah, and, and then she died. Exactly. So he was yeah. like, yeah. I yeah, guess so I'll take that's it. that that's how she was making her money. Um, and so it kind of dives a little bit deeper into like what his mom's involvement in all this is. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's not just she was his mom. It's a little bit deeper. So very um, very morally gray area. Like she was yeah. d- definitely doing it to help their situation. But I guess she was she was just she was just some, as much a part of everything as the rest of the crew like she's literally mm-hmm. stole it off of the crime scene so that was interesting yep um yeah so all while the the arasaka uh company is trying to get him back into school and he's like nah fuck you guys <laughs> um so episode three smooth criminal um i'll go ahead i'll give it a i'm gonna i'm gonna go with an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten i think is is serviceable same. I was going to give it an eight also. Okay. I'll give it an eight and a half just because for some reason I didn't expect like him to win his way back into their favor so fast, but like I, I like that though. I, I love the plot of this episode. I'm I'm gonna go with you, Wolf, and give it an eight point five because uh it definitely had me hooked when he was going through the the uh the car scene like that that shit was like yeah this is fire right now let's go and just getting getting to know like the mom's like backstory and how she was you know not not everything was well i mean in the city everything whatever legitimate or illegitimate you got to get money however you got to get it so i want to give it in your ass out yeah i want to give it an eight but i think i'm gonna give it a seven and a half just because the next point, the next episode's points are so high. I don't want like this whole series to be an eight every episode for me. Like there's going to be low. This was a low point so far in terms of like the episodes. It just was, but it was still a fine episode. It just doesn't have like a lot going on. <clears throat> Definitely was, was a set you up episode and we got part of the dominoes knocked down in the next episode. So what did you uh what'd you give it, Chris? I gave it eight point five. Wolf gave it eight point five. Uh me and Jamal are eight seven. Yeah. And then, seven and a half, excuse me. And then yeah, Mike goes seven point five. Uh let's uh I'll do the calculations. Drum roll, please. Eight point five plus eight point five plus eight plus eight plus seven point five equals Eight point one. Okay. Beautiful. That's All a, right. That's a solid um, score. Main is so cool. I know I gave. I think I gave episode one a seven, but that's still like. That's still good. Like, like you'll if I ever don't like an episode, y'all are gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> don't think of me giving shit seven. Like that's a that's more than better than average. I oh, think if something's a, a nine, like you're you're fucking knocking it out the park. 
Micah, keep your standards high, dog. Don't don't of let course. us influence you. Don't no, let no, us no, influence yeah. you. I'm just if letting I... our viewers. I'm just letting our listeners know because I probably sound like crazy when I say seven and everyone else is like eight, nine, and I'm like, if I get wasn't fucking nine, blow my mind. I'm like outwardly. I'm like making. I'm like what? I'm like showing gen. I'm like outwardly showing general excitement, and the episode feels like five minutes. Yeah, if it goes by fast, that's how you know it's good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of going by fast, the the next episode, Jesus Christ, was that quick. But go ahead, Micah. Yeah. So, do you want me to do the thirty seconds? Yes, sir. Got it lined up for you right now. Let me know when you're ready. This Micah's and wait on this Micah's first thirty seconds. This is so. This could be shit. This could be great. Oh, this will be good. Okay. Either way, I'm gonna do my best to recap. I can't remember everything, but here we go. Just hit the main points. You only got thirty. <laughs> All right, whenever you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Let's hit it. Okay, so David is back with his crew. He's kind of like finally initiated into the meat gang or whatever. Um, and, you know, he's, I think they were all chilling over by their base at the beginning of the episode and they come across like a cyber psycho taking a piss outside. David solos him and just like absolutely fucks him up after the cyber psycho kills one of the teammates. I forget the dude with the long arms name. And then him and Lucy meet up later on because Maine, you know, he kind of, oh shit. You almost had it a lot faster than you think, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> it goes a Maine lot. Maine kind of let him know. I might at the very end. Um, but yeah, finish Maine, it up. Maine kind of let him know that Lucy definitely fucks with him, you know, even though he might not realize it. And then uh, David and Lucy kind of spend some time together at the end of the episode and end up banging. And, uh, yeah, so we got some character development or like some relationship development between those two. So that was interesting. There was a lot of uh, gore in this episode. Yes. Too. There was a lot of like some heads really came like, whoa, what the fuck nasty. moments, which was really cool to see, especially in the animation. Like, like they jump off the show with showing us a cyber psycho and what they're capable of. But like uh in this instant, I know nobody was expecting this hobo to be a cyber psycho. Like I mean, I mean as viewers, we're not expecting that shit at that fucking moment. It was such a chill. I wanna like, tell I wanna say, Chris, I I did only because of the game though. Okay, like if I, I hadn't played the game, I would have never thought. But like as soon as he was he went up talking to that guy and his eyes were red. I was like, this dude's chrome the fuck up. I can just tell he's like on some other shit, but I didn't know he was gonna attack him like that. No, as soon as he said that he that his dick was chrome, I was like, up. I was like, yeah, he's a fucking he's a bot, bro. Like you're it's, a it's bot. Done. <laughs> Here's my thing. Uh so they killed the what's the dude with the hand's name was Pilaf or Pilaf, whatever. Pilaf <laughs> fucking emperor. Pilar. <laughs> Pilar. 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 Oh, so, they, so Pilar gets obliterated. Uh, David solos the cyber psycho. Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I like Rebecca, but I am, I'm not with like the loose cannon, like little anime girl stereotype trope. 
kind of crazy. I, I do get really tired of that in anime because there's oh, a yeah, lot the, of those. the lolly or whatever. It's not even really just the, the lolly, lolly, but like that specific anime. character, like the lolly that's angry and shoots at shit. Oh, randomly. what's that called? Like it's like the Sundre or it's whatever. Just, yeah, I thought the Sundre was the the one that doesn't want to like like girls or some shit. No, it's like <laughs> basically the one that. Ha- like tough outer exterior, soft inner exterior, something like that. Something like, and that's a trope in anime. But with a lot of people have been hyping up Rebecca, and like to find out that she's just that, I'm like, no fucking wonder all these people on Twitter are loving this character. It's so obvious. Like, it's just a very easy to whatever put on the screen character. I'm not saying she's bad, but I was still kind of like when her brother died, and she just was like. I was gonna kill him first. I was like, like it's, it's funny, but like this is how we're gonna play off that. Oh, when she shoots his head, that's already exploded on the. Ground. Not even that. Like that was kind of funny, but like her just being like, no remorse at all for him dying. And I get that cyberpunk, but like, I was just kind of like, like no, nah, you 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 got you got to take into context, like we're. Re- Remember that, like the city is like that. People are dying every no, day know. for no I... for for less than that situation right there. So like, uh, and their their relationship was weird too. I think that it builds on on that character relationship and that development of her specifically, and it also puts us in the situation of anything can fucking happen. Anybody can die. Don't get fucking attached. I did like that. I did like that they off the bat we're like hey you think shit's sweet with these fucking this crew like no nah, we're gonna knock off one of the characters that you don't even like right now and now we're gonna start knocking off the people you do like you know like that's how it's about to go down but uh and and like i was totally okay with that i really liked that they just boom his fucking head's gone okay cool shit you got my attention and uh, i just hope that instant like, i just hope specifically becca isn't just what she's been shown as i want more um depth to my characters especially cyberpunk where even the craziest motherfuckers in that game have a lot of character development and a lot of like background to them and uh yeah I, i don't even need to give examples but you guys know what i'm talking about like there's characters in cyberpunk that are absolutely insane but are still really interesting to just talk to in that game Hopefully we get more from her and specifically her to see why she is the way that she is. Like, right. There's got, there's gotta be more. Yeah. I like how Maine was basically like an older brother to David. Mm. Like my man, David was looking for jobs, you know, they obviously having like these heart to heart, heart to heart talks, blah, blah, blah. Um, during this whole montage thing. Then while David, calls main while he's you know tugging down dorio then he decides like you know what lucy you take care of him and he already knows that david freaking likes lucy i'm pretty sure lucy already feels he already knows lucy feels some way about david so he basically just tries to set them up together by david spending more time with lucy he did because there was a scene where like lucy's just staring and smoking at david and you know main takes notice to that Mm -hmm. Uh, all right I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to say that I thought that it was really tasteful the way that they played with time in this episode because it can get like tropey and like, and sometimes it can even be weird 
uh the pacing wise is when you try to break shit up yeah. and do it at a at a synchro uh synchron you know you know synchronized order. yeah 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 chrono chronological order um but yeah Harlan Humphrey they, picked off Josh Allen. I'm sorry. I see that. I'm like, I'm, Adam. I'm, seeing, I'm watching it right now. Relax. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't love what happened to Lucy. What do you mean? What, what do you happened? Mean? I know. I know. Adam said he liked the romantic thing, but I, I'm still on what happened in episode two or whatever. Like, dude, I wanted her to be not a villain, but just like you uh, want her to be a villain. Not a villain, just an independent character, like a very like. Uh, actually, you think I fuck with you, but it's it's not like that at all. Like, like she has her own shit. ulterior motives, even with there are the, there are characters in in the game like that that make yeah. you think that like they're horny for you, and they're actually not. They do their own thing entirely. Right, and, right. You, but they're still just like in real life. You're but H- you still have a relationship with them. Like yes. you still have a connection with that character. It's not like, oh, I fuck you. I'm a villain. Like no, it's like. Yeah, I don't want to bang, but like we're still close. Yeah, and, and I wanted her yeah. to be that, and now it's kind of maybe I'm not saying it's like that, but right now I can just I just don't love her character at the moment. If she feels like wishy washy, like fucking make up your mind. <laughs> I I totally understand what what you're saying. It goes back to that old trope of um women being in shows to either to only serve as a fucking plot device like dude give her a character why does she have to be david's girlfriend Mm -hmm. she could she literally could be pan am she could be whatever like she could just be her own pan am was v's girlfriend if you go that route no pan am is a fucking badass pan am's a badass before you even meet her lucy's a badass too come on come on adam if you play as the female version of v then you don't get to see the yeah, relationship but david's not a female so i don't know what to tell you <laughs> but david's the most op one in the show and it's like all about him yeah exactly. okay and he met lucy first and he thought that she was hot and they started connecting and then she turned on him but then actually she Lucy's didn't like really 25 you're tripping. it doesn't matter 21. it's night city it's night adam, city adam night city. you're fucking tripping you're you're tripping like you guys are in, hey in, even in if, real life even if i'm tripping hey even if, life, tripping, even, if like, tripping, even if I'm tripping, even if I'm tripping, even if I'm tripping, I'm the one who's right here. In real life, you what can, the fuck happens? You, who the fuck cares about real life? This is Night, Night City Night. Cyberpunk. It's writing, bro. Come and, on. And and they could have written her character as a very independent woman who wanted nothing to do with David. She could have yeah. been a lesbian. She could have been fu- fucking uh uh asexual she could have been anything make her a fucking lesbian i don't know but like to give him the the girl four episodes in i'm like bro we don't know what what happens past i don't i don't know what happened but dude this is my episode before my it's only 10 episodes this is my episode four review fuck y'all i'm giving my (laughs) no no here's the thing here's the thing michael look right the fact that they don't like slow play it kind of makes it better because it's very cliche if it waits till episode 10 to be like, ah, yeah, now they get together. If they get together in episode four, they can focus on other shit. 
I, I yeah, and it, I agree. I just would argue, don't fucking do it at all. Don't do that romance shit. Don't do the fucking stereotypical it like heroes gets the girl. It, it has like, to happen. If they use it as a proper plot device and something something significant something comes, comes out of, it. of it, then cool. But no, if if it's just that for the sake of her being there and being that, then fuck that. I'm with you, Micah. I just want to say, as someone I have who's looking forward to her character. character like it sucks that that's right now all she's kind of been is the fucking love interest she i haven't seen her do anything cool that's really, other than the fucking oh i'm gonna ride on top of david in the middle of the fucking she's street killed on the several people like, and she's and killed several my ass people with her screen. laser whips oh dude david is fucking obliterating dudes he killed someone for the first time in episode four Dude, he's OP. Like he's okay, cool. so you had nothing to say to that. She's he he does way cooler shit than Lucy. There's no fucking argument. She sure. we've seen two things of her. She's I don't even remember her. People. I don't even remember her killing somebody. She's killed several people with her laser the, whips. The only thing that I will say in episode friend, four, I remember she did. That's in, all I remember. In episode and three, in episode three with the that, tiger claws. And the and she also showed off her ability as a net runner too like that's but we we don't we don't see that though that's the only thing we don't my, see it my argument isn't is if she can fight or not though you, you not just said that, that. She, you haven't seen her do anything cool she literally does cool shit in both episodes okay fine she does cool shit but is she gonna have an actual character that like isn't just about david i'm sure she is it's i'm episode sure she four. is all right well, I in mean, episode four i don't like that they kissed <laughs> they they've established her as too like too cool and too talented to just leave her as a love interest she's not I, she's gonna be way more than that in this show like she's i can guarantee be. it i think yeah, the, the I kiss so. thing I honestly like, remember people like, die every day bro if you're trying to get it on you need to get it on as fast as possible well i don't know they've already <laughs> no no they've already shown that uh what's it called members of their crew have already gotten like picked off so oh, i get what you're saying yeah, yeah, like, you know, it's a very fast-paced life. It's a very fast-paced show. And they, you know, it has to reflect that in all aspects, whether it's romantically, professionally, whatever. Shit is going to hit the fan quick, so just get it out of the way. Okay, well, maybe it's not that I don't like the romance. No, 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 I understand. Just the way you they're doing it. You don't want her to be minimized or be like a damsel in distress or anything like that. Like, it needs. she needs to be her own pure character like let's say this is like season five and a, ro a romance was already established right and it's like the 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 relationship isn't the focus of the show or it's not even the focus of episodes it just happens to be something that's there that we're already cognizant of but they're still doing what they need to do they're still you know the plot is accelerating without the romance aspect right I feel like that's how it's going to go going forward. They planted seeds for the romance as soon as she was introduced in the show. Of course, and you have to. Yeah, obviously, she's a hot chick. <laughs> right, and then when, uh, like, you know, David is at her place, like, she's all over him, like, obviously this is going to go somewhere, and they're not treating her like some nobody, you know, second-tier character. But time out. It doesn't obviously have to go somewhere at the end 
of that sep- that at that second episode. She yeah. she she was even though she might have thought that he was cute, even though she might have thought that that in she was playing him from the jump and she knew that she that she was playing him. Okay, and at that point they could have gone the easy route and just said, "Yeah, she's a bitch, she doesn't care." That's but not that's the easy what, route. That's yes, not it is. The that's what route. everyone this was expecting. The route. That's what, what everyone doing, no, it's see. not. What that's what everyone was expecting them or expecting her to just they be were. like so, Yes, they were. After episode 2, we were literally like, split. They could have gone either way. When you when when exactly. So when fucking episode two ended, you're like, oh shit, like she turned on fucking David and damn, this guy's going to fucking kill her or whatever. Like you guys expected her to just be a villain. That would have been the Not easy a route. Villain. That, that would have been villain. the easy route. Not very, a villain. Very morally gray is what I wanted, Adam. At least that. I wanted them to be friends. She's still morally I them, gray. I want them to be friends. I just didn't want her to be the love interest, at least right now. Well, she's, you're you're completely just, naive for expecting her not to be the love interest. I don't. I I was just expecting more depth to that than four episodes in them banging. Four episodes in, but how much time has been covered in this? In, in I'm not saying that they. I don't want them to bang at all. I just wasn't That's expecting them to I want, bang I want, for it. Mike, are you jealous? Yeah, is that what jealous? it is? I want I want Lucy for myself. Clearly. I seriously fucking... I'm telling you right now, he would have been a better character if she wasn't this dude's girlfriend. Hey, <laughs> He's Micah, so hurt. <laughs> what, hey, I'm 100% like, with Micah. Hey guys, what is going on here? Mr. Last Scorpio, back with another podcast. Um, I've seen the whole thing. That shit is fire. She's definitely the love interest. There's no doubt about it. There, why? Who else would you talk about going to the moon with? That's one of the first things. There's no one else that could be covered about something like that for... Not only that, but they change the music every time it's only them two. They put it to that point to where it's not Rebecca. I think that's what her name is, the short one. Mm-hmm. They really they, just got raided. <laughs> like legit, they don't they don't they change the environment between them two mostly the entire time. Even when he first notices her when in the first episode when he thinks that he sees her. There's no other interest that could be put into see, anything. See, but but the, the me me and Micah's opinion is that hey they could have used that as a plot device to move the the show forward as in that he has that eye for her right but in the games you can have an eye for somebody in the games and depending on what path you chose they don't fuck with you they don't like you like like that right they could still 90 percent of them don't so so my thoughts was hey uh they could have set it up that that he is head over hills for her but she is not fucking interested at all in that aspect in until she is interested and that's or 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 she she could have just not been interested the whole time and it could have been his his, his thoughts on it that that's what yeah. i think Bro, they could break up episode six for real, for real. <laughs> but right now we're reviewing fucking episode four. Stop no, I, saying shit like I, that. I'm just saying because Listen. you're putting so much emphasis on how you feel like she's going to be minimalized or marginalized not or whatever. Minimalized. I'm saying right her? now she's being minimalized because she falls into the trope of a woman who is there for the plot device of being a relationship person for the main character. In and the I'll first four like episodes, a- yes. In the first four episodes, all she has been is like some horny thing for David. 
she, yeah, she has her dope man. moments. She has her badass moments. So does Rebecca, but Rebecca's a fucking idiot. Like, I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> you need more. You need more than that to be a fucking good character. I think a lot of people, it's a lot of the fan service is why people like Rebecca a lot more than anything else like that. Like the character development, it's like, it's like Michael Bay created the, like a show like that. And it's like, what's his name? The black guy from fucking Transformers, who's like always there with the explosions and everything like that. It's like, there's always a character that's like that. That's wild. But that's always like completes the fan service of any kind of yeah, game. Yeah, that's or any why kind of show. I was saying earlier. Rebecca's like, I'm iffy on her right now. You gotta have the wild card. I'm she. Well, I'm, like I said, I've seen all of it, so I'm not even gonna disclose anything at all. But Rebecca, she definitely would be like a wild card just because of the first episodes where her pointing a pistol at somebody. Like that's what that's definitely like. Each character I enjoyed because each character has their own characteristics already to where they are currently um in the show so like the main character has picked up off of everything and he's seen everything that's different because it is always one thing after another like he hasn't had a time to sleep he hasn't had a time to rest he just has everything just jumping out him like left and right and then of course with the other girl the main the other girl his love interest lucy she comes in out of nowhere and he I can I can definitely see as well too where it could have been an issue because in the, like the first episode he visualized her and then in the second episode he actually saw her but it got to that point where it was what she was doing and the action is why he imagined her which is like she was stealing she was robbing people and then she tried to rob him and that's how the only way he was able to catch her so I can definitely see why she wouldn't last that long because she has her own personal either vendetta or drive or goals or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could definitely see the love. I can see the love interest. Like they are the art designers, the yep. producers, everything. They put it to where it's like, these two are the main characters yep. of this story. These are the love interests of this story. Yep. Focus mostly on these two and the other characters will bring everything together. Yeah. We it's- just want to hope that the trope doesn't overwhelm the other aspects of the story. Yes, Micah? Yes. Yeah, if this was like Dragon Ball and this was the first anime ever, I would be way more lenient with how the characters are being like, whatever, like handled. And that the tropes wouldn't bother me because the tropes wouldn't have been a trope. It'd just be something new. But they are tropes. And this isn't a normal Japanese animation. Like this is some. this is like a property you can go a lot of different routes with and do unique things and you're doing the normal anime tropes like you don't have to you can do a lot and that's what gets me about the romance about like some of the animation choices about like some of the some parts of the show like dialogue is muted and stuff so that they can show like a passing of time personally i don't like that design choice i i would prefer them to just like show filler like that i like stuff like that but you know, this there's only ten episodes. Maybe they're on crunch or something. Who knows? Well, but, they did the same thing in Gura and Laga, which of course is the same creators of this show as well too. They did the exact same thing with the true. fillers. How everything was like filler. Like they're seeing them growing. They're seeing them progress. They're seeing them continue through. Even the love interest as well too. Like you see the big brother that's kind of looking out for him. You see the love interest that isn't the best kind of person but still watches out for 
why like, do we want that again? Why do you want that again? It's not, I think a lot of people don't really focus on this story, but people focus on, it's the same thing like Arcane. Not a lot of people play the game, but a lot of people like the story that they created into the show. It's the same thing for Cyberpunk. Like a lot of people play the game. Some people completed it. Some people couldn't stand the design. But a lot of people saw that game and there was so much hype around it. And then they watch the show and they're like, oh, this is actually really good. And then they jump back into the game because they're hoping that this, the show is like the game. But same thing for this as well, too. I noticed as soon as like the, the opening, I could see, I was like, oh, this reminds me of, of Gurulaga. I'm watching it not only for the story, but also for the art design because you haven't seen anything like that in a while. There's not much that you can see that's similar to that. So, I mean, even though the story may be a little bit similar, I'm still like, yo, this is something I recognize. This is something that I can relate to. This is something that I fuck with. This is something that's going to be pretty like tough to watch in a different aspect to where I'm like, oh, I've seen that. You know, you haven't played the, having played the game. It definitely like um, enhances the experience of watching the show. But I, I do think it also it it holds the show to a high standard in terms of writing. Because that, that game, writing was excellent. That game, in the game has like Witcher three levels of writing, like very good storytelling. So sorry if I want the female characters that are also in that game and they play very well and they're done very they're done very well and they're not done for romantic interest. Yeah, you can bang them, but you have to go through all these fucking like IGN guides just to bang them. Like no, dude. They they're really well written characters, and they don't they don't bang four episodes into the game. You bang like at the end. I'm just saying. Right now, at episode four, Lucy has served purely as David's love interest. That's fair. We'll 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 in, in a reason there. for him to join me, gangs. Well, in the argument there, and uh, we'll see how David and Lucy's relationship develops over time as we go on. Right. All right, I'm going to hand it back to them. This has been Mr. Last Scorpio. I appreciate y'all. Okay, we Thank appreciate you. you. Thank you for joining. Thank you for coming. What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, we, we should bring him on more. I agree. I like that was a nice surprise. Like, he just came and it's like, yep, all right. He just, basically, he just raided the whole shit. Yeah. I had to go get another Corona. So. Okay. Can we wrap this shit up? Yeah, yeah we have missed a fucking football time. It's been a, it's All right. a while. I'm tired okay. of it. Let's get ratings episode, going. Episode four, Micah, rating, rating five. <laughs> he, <laughs> said it was be- he said it was better. Yeah, this, this one. one this one is an eight, if not a nine. Uh, I thought I thought was, I thought you about to give a whole at least a grade up. My man was like, I let me. I didn't want to bring this one down because the next one was so good, and he just gives it an eight. <laughs> like I said, that eight is really good. Like eight is something I would rewatch. Okay, uh, but like if you're if you're talking nines tens with me, you're fucking talking masterpieces. And that's like you're not gonna have a show full of nines and tens. It's just well not. we already did. Well cowboy bebop. Well y'all's ratings, I mean, you might be a little more lenient, but I'm just I'm more critical. And I, I think the greatest dude you can't fucking have a rating time. excuse me. You can't have a fucking rating scale of one through ten and just like completely disregard one half of those ratings. Like each each fucking number has its own criteria. And no, I'm, you're right, but we don't watch show trash is shows. A lot of, 
<laughs> we don't watch trash shows. What was the lowest rating this that we got trash, from uh, Shield Heroes season two? I think we like we went as far as six. No, 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 we, we could have like, been a no, little. We could have been five. a little harder on Shield. Hero. I think Adam. I think you gave a five for one of the. Yeah, the man, I, I watched so. Shield Hero. That shit is weird, bro. <laughs> yeah, so one or season two. I don't. I don't know which season. I was just like watching like clips of it because you guys. I love like hearing you guys talk about it, and I was like, you could have watched any episode, and it would have been sus. <laughs> right, it was weird. Um, Maybe okay. you should be a slave too. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking to Micah. I was like, "What? No, no about the episode." Oh my! Wow. Goodness. Okay, eight for Micah. Wolfe, what's your rating? Say <laughs> nav. Yeah, I'll give it eight and a half. Also, Adam? eight and a half. All right, I'm giving it a nine because, of course, the side, the side <laughs> this is a the, the fucking the cyber psycho part of the episode set that bitch off, dog. Like there, there's yeah. blood dripping all over the place. He's he's yeah, got his power. Happen, that was when, a really good moment. Dude, when he freezes um, at the beginning, that shit is like just so real. Was it? It was. It was Maine who ended up uh, finally finishing off the the cyber psycho, right? No, it was David. Because David shot him in the head, but I think the body was still alive. Yeah. And then Maine's like giant gun arm, like he's Punched fucking off. Yeah, like he's Barrett from Final Fantasy VII, just fucking unloaded. And then there was blood fucking everywhere. That was fucking cool. Maine's dope. I really like Maine. I just want to say, like, the idea of cyber psychos isn't uh, developed on enough in the game. So it's kind of nice that they do more here. Cause like you you kill yeah. cyber psychos and shit in the game, but like I never really thought it was people who were just too chromed up and they went fucking crazy. Yeah, like, it's kind of just have... like you kind of piece it together on your own, but it was just like overpowered, like fucking crazy bosses. people. They were just right, like, like mini bosses that were laying around. You're like, okay, I'll fuck you up. You have to piece together with through the through the codex and shit and reading right. the the little shit, and then you're like, oh, uh, th- this person fucking. Uh, was w- was doing this because they were trying to to chrome up so that they could uh get something for their sister or whatever. Yeah, whatever. And there's a lot of like stories like that mm-hmm. where like right. you walk into an apartment and it's a cyber psycho and they're just like like why are you going crazy and apparently they're like a mom or some shit. They they were they were chromed up for a fucking reason and then their life went to shit because they went crazy like like a real method. It's cra- it's great, isn't it? But. <laughs> That's that's my reason for a nine. I think that the that the first sequence was phenomenal, and yeah. um, the the overall episode just was really really the, good. The Pithy. ending to the episode was really nice. I like it was really endearing, um, despite some people not agreeing. But I thought it was all right. So I think hey, it was executed well for what they wanted to do. It's just not what okay. I like. I'll take that. Um, I think uh, I think that rounds it out to an eight eight point five because we had one eight one nine and the rest were eight point five. So an eight point four to be exact. Wasn't how? Yeah, because yeah, he gave a nine. Chris gave a nine. Yeah, and, and then Mike gave it an eight. Eight point five. Mike. Oh yeah, Mike gave it an eight. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah, so he gave a seven point five. No, it's a uh, eight point five. Okay. Yeah. Um, nine, nine. Okay. Nice. Cool. Well. That was a long episode, yet again. Plug the shit, Adam. 
Did you just say fuck the shit, Adam? I said uh, fuck the shit. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, if you want to send us an email, you got us at theotakustreet at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. We're Otaku Street Pod there and on Twitch. Real NPCs on, or um, uh, TikTok is what I meant for uh, Otaku Street Pod. On Twitch, we are real NPCs. The um, real NPCs. The real NPCs. Sure. Ah, uh, yeah. See, it's not in. fucking easy, is it? I Asshole. did say. Why don't I just did say. Change the Twitch name. Because Asshole. we can't. We already, <laughs> <laughs> already tried that. You, you have it. to. You have to wait a month before you can change it again. I, I'm sure we can change it now. Yeah, so, it's been a month. Oh my god. Yeah, Jesus sure. fucking Christ. As of right now, it's the real NPCs. Everyone. Sorry, Don't I didn't say the the second time. This um, episode's long as shit. My god, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we have Micah everywhere at MikeyOQ. Uh, me on TikTok at AQ.digital. Um, that's pretty much it. Follow us on fucking Spotify. Now I'm pissed. I want to fucking watch the Ravens game. Jesus, right. God bro. damn it. Thanks for plugging the shit, Adam. Yeah, you're fucking welcome. Otaku Street Pocket. Hold on. Fucking Bye, fuck. Splatoon 3. No, we're not plugging Splatoon. We're plugging <laughs> our shit. Follow us and subscribe on fucking Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, fucking anywhere. What, like, whatever they fucking do in, like, China, I don't know. Just anywhere. <laughs> Just follow anywhere us. They, anywhere they do podcasts in China, fucking do that, too. All right, they can't listen to those. Oh, your your fucking communist what? podcast radio. All right, Jesus fuck. Finally, we're done. More out of hand. Thank you for listening. Otaku Street out. Time for football. Ice Platoon Three. Otaku Street out. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>